It's Rats with the Realness. And hey guys, we are back with another episode. It is our last relationship, lovey-dovey, dating, whatever you want to call it, sexy eps for the love month of February. And today we are joined by Chanel, who is the host of The Milf Tea, and she also has a podcast. Hi Chanel, thank you so, so, so much. (laughs) for joining us today but we just wanted to ask you what is the milf tea and what does it mean i started the milf tea with my friend vanessa and um she actually came up with the acronym for it mothers in life flourishing obviously the word milf is quite not necessarily super negative but there are negative connotations towards i mean we all know what the words stand for and so we just sort of wanted to flip the meaning really reclaim some power back from that so that's where that came from literally mothers in life flourishing yeah absolutely love that and what i'd like to add is chanel is joining us today so we can actually have a conversation with you all about dating as a single woman and i'm going to say single in inverted commas a single mother and just being in the dating field getting yourself back out there and kind of things that you need to do and the feelings that come and are associated with that. As you know, I like to throw a little stat in there. And I was reading something this morning, actually, a little journal. And they were basically saying that 64% of millennial mothers, I like how they use that word, millennial mothers, are basically single parents. And it was basically according to John Hopkins researchers and I thought that was quite interesting how they put the term millennial in there so is it a new thing is it not we've kind of touched on it before so as Chanel has said her podcast is basically mothers in life flourishing what is it about you know what is it about the mothers that are flourishing what is your podcast about generally just about motherhood really so the motherhood experience um my daily experiences with raising a child who has autism um you know my son's special needs along the spectrum all of that stuff so literally just all of that together like in one space just my experience being a mother my experience as a human being like my career goals and anything that, do you know what I mean? I'm looking to set out to do with my life is literally what the MILF tea is about against the backdrop of motherhood. But um, yeah, that's generally what the page is about, about dating as well, intimacy. I do tend to tie that a lot into um, the, my subject matter because I quite do enjoy speaking about that. So yeah, that's all around sort of what my page is about, sort of like an online diary where I just share my woes and I connect with people who are sort of going through the same thing. It would be interesting actually to talk to you maybe in the future about obviously parenting with an autistic child but as you've mentioned your page you do share a lot about intimacy and relationships and your your life as a single woman or a single mother and how you're managing that getting into our topic a little bit more what do you actually think about the term single mother what does it mean to you? I'd say, well, first of all, I'm, I, I never really get offended by it because that is what I am. I'm a mother who is at this present moment. I'm single. Um, but I think 
if there is anything I do feel about that term is I guess just the negative stigma that's sort of attached to it. Like some of the ideas people have about single mothers, like, oh, people might think, oh, they're broke and they're bummy and they never necessarily want to aspire to do anything or they're always on benefits, you know, all of those sort of stereotypes that we've sort of built around single mothers. I think that is sort of what I'm not really happy about, but the the actual word itself doesn't really bother me too much because that's, that's how I identify. I identify as a woman who's a mother and I'm single. So yeah, it doesn't bother me too much at all. I agree with you. It is a descriptor, but it's just such a shame, like the negative connotations that come along with it. Like single mothers just seem to get such a hard time and it's just infuriating because there's so much focus on this person, a woman who is single raising her child. And she's almost like punished for it. Whereas she's the present parent. She's the one who's decided to get the work done. And then it's like radio silence on the person that's missing. But in the meantime, let's just bash a single mom. Let's just judge her for her situation that she's landing herself in. It is tired. But I also think when you, when I think single mom, it can be quite a powerful thing as well. Cause you can think like independence, a woman who is strong, a woman who's doing what she's got to do. There are so, so many different um, sides to it. Do you feel at, all, feel at all that it should be updated? Like, should there be another term used at all? Um, a reason why I asked this as well is because I've had this discussion with people before. It might not be relevant to you specifically, but um, if a woman says that she's a single parent, but she's not actually parenting alone all the time. Like there's a present co-parent. Someone said to me, well, she's not a, she's not a single parent then is she? Because there's a, there's another person in the picture, which I don't necessarily agree with. I feel like if you're not, if someone's not there with you 24 seven doing all the work, the, the person's still a single, a single parent. I don't know. What do you think? Does, does the term need to be changed? I think changing the term is probably a little bit just too intricate. I'm not sure it's something where we really need to change the term. I agree with what you said. Um, but I also do agree because um, I remember seeing that as well online recently where somebody was asking, like, if you're, you know, in a relationship and, you know, but you're, or if you're not in a relationship, but you're single and you've got a, a partner, well, not a partner, sorry, your son's dad is co-parenting with you in the way that they should be. Are you really a single parent? And I think yes and no, I'm single because I'm currently not dating anybody. But I think where, where there needs to be more emphasis is I think what women can do is maybe be a bit more like, or just a bit more vocal about the fact that, yeah, no, I'm in a, I mean, healthy co-parenting relationship where, my son's father or my child's father or my daughter's father does what they're supposed to do. Do you know what I mean? So I think if there's, if there's that extra explanation, it sort of makes it a little bit easier, but um, I don't think we have to go about changing the term because I feel like that is a little bit crazy. You are, you are still single as a, as a woman. Do you know what I mean? If you don't have a partner and you're still a parent, you're still a single parent. I still very much agree that that, that label would still apply, but you just have to be vocal about it when people are talking about the co-parents and not be quiet and, and seem like your co-parent isn't doing anything. Yeah, I get you. It makes sense. So there's no there's no need for you right now to like revolutionise the term to say, I don't know. I don't even know what people would say as an alternative. I'm actually, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Yeah, you guys are right. I think it's just like, it's just two words that have been put together. And because there's just so much around it and we see it in our community all the time like people always have something to say there's always like there's always something and it's just um yeah I don't know what the the words would be because you're a single mom you're a single woman you are single you're on your own that's what it means 
but effectively you're a mother too. So yeah, very interesting. I'd like to know what our listeners or viewers think in terms of like what the term could actually mean or what it could look like in the future. What is it like actually dating as a single woman with a child? Obviously we can see Mally in the background. He is very present. He's there. We see you on your page. We know that you're you're active and you're really doing your thing. So hand claps to you. But what is it like actually dating? Um, I'm, I'm not going to lie. I feel like it can be difficult because you're trying to find that balance between, okay, like I want to bring someone into my life, but at the same time, like I want to make sure that this person that I'm bringing into my life is sort of, you know, conducive for the, my current situation and for my, my son as well. Do you know what I mean? Who's a very big part of my life. So, um, it can be really difficult finding that balance. Like there are times where I want to go out and, you know, I might want to go on a date or something, but then childcare might not come through for that day. And that would be the date cancelled. Um, so I find one of the main things that I've sort of found really difficult is finding a person who's understanding, um, understanding and forgiving of the fact that, you know, I won't always, unlike other, other women are, I won't always be able to just drop everything and be like, yeah, I can do this or let's go out here and let's do that. There's always got to be like a concrete plan set in place so that I know that, okay, yeah, my son's being looked after and he's okay while I'm out doing what I've got to do and having fun. And, you know, I don't have to think too much about it and stuff like that. So, um, yeah, I'd say that has been like the main difficulty so far in terms of like dating as, you know, a single parent. That has been the main thing that I found difficult. Someone Mm. who really does understand that, yeah, like I need them to be patient and really understanding. I'm thinking about what you're saying and it just, it's just so different to dating pre-motherhood or pre-having a child. It doesn't mean you'd be like totally carefree, anyone can get it. But now, even though you want someone who's intentional and has got good intentions for you in your future, it's also like, well, how does my child fit into this? Are you accommodating? Are you ready? If you're not a father already, are you ready to adopt the role of father? There are lots and lots of considerations. So when you're going about it, do you have like a specific criteria that you assess guys against? And also, how soon do you let them know that your child is in the picture? Because some people, I don't know, could say straight away, like, hi, my name's Chanel. And also I've got my son. Or it could be like, I don't know, two, three weeks in when you get a bit more comfortable the reason I asked as well is one of my friends was he, he swiped with a girl on Hinge and he was just talking to the girl casually. It got to about week two and she like messaged him at like 3 a.m. And he was like, oh, how come you're up? She's like, oh, I'm making my baby a bottle. And he was like, uh, <laughs> you could have mentioned it sooner. So, yeah, how do you go about dating and how soon do you let someone know? I'm not going to lie. For me, I'm one of those people where like, I just let it, I let it be known that I am a mum from the get go. Um, it's there on my profile because I sort of just want to weed out all of the people that just, I know are already just sort of looking for one thing. I think in, in a sense, once you're, I mean, I don't want to say every single parent is looking for a serious, heavily committed relationship because that isn't always the case. But I find that, you know, most guys know that ultimately as a single parent, there's only one thing I could possibly be looking for, which is someone who's serious, ready for a commitment, that kind of thing. And so for me personally, I just put it there that, yeah, I'm a mother. I don't need to put pictures up of my son or, you know, go into details too much because I think it's important to maintain boundaries and protect what's important to us. Um, but yeah, like I, I let it be known from the get go that I'm a single mom because I feel like I don't really want it to, you know, just pop up like three weeks later. And then all of a sudden it's like, that almost makes me feel like my child in a sense is a bit of an afterthought and I I don't feel like my child is something I should feel I don't think people do it because they're ashamed but personally like my child isn't something I want to feel ashamed about or feel like I 
can't go online and be like, oh, I'm a mother. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I'm a mother. And and so, like, you 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 can either get with it or not get with it. Do you know what I mean? And that's up to you entirely. So, yeah, I, I put it on my profile. Can I mention something? You mentioned online a bit. So is that where you do most of your dating nowadays? And also, how do people react to the fact that you're a mother? Like, does it, do you think it puts people off or having it on your profile? Does it help weed out some of the trash? It definitely does. Like I did have this one time where um, I think I someone I actually swiped right on someone and they sent this really long paragraph about how they just wouldn't go out with single mothers and it was just all really rude and whatever. So like I have had like a couple of the weird guys who are like, oh, you're a single mom, you're bummy and whatever. And Nadi done. I'm just like, okay, well, that's, do you know what I mean, your opinion. But then um, I've also, it, it definitely has sort of, pulled together sort of like the kind of people I'm looking for so the pool that I'm picking from whenever I'm sort of having these interactions with new people or speaking to them are sort of within the the band of men that I'm sort of looking for in terms of what I'm looking for out of a partner do you know what I mean so it's someone who is most likely like maybe 30s ready ready for a commitment might have a child already do you know what I mean or they've definitely been with somebody who's had children um just someone who's like just more mature do you know what I mean just ready to sort of like do life so I feel like it has definitely sort of saved me from well not 100% because you still have a couple people who sort of weed their way through but it's definitely saved me from do you know what I mean? Like the the bad guys, so to speak. It definitely has because they're like, yeah, no, you've got a child. I'm, I'm not even trying to get into all of that. And it's like, yeah, I'm, I'm not trying to get into you either. So like, do you know what I mean? It's perfect that we're missing each other here. But um, yeah, it's, it's definitely protected me there. I've got two questions, actually. So firstly, what do you think of mothers who choose not to disclose that the fact that they have a child? Do you think that they're concealing information or they're doing it intentionally or it's unintentional what are your views on that I think it's two things um the first thing I would say is it definitely I don't think it comes from a place of like feeling insecure about their child or like not wanting people to know I think it's more so just protecting do you know what I mean like protecting what's yours protecting your family protecting your privacy um I don't think especially in the kind of world that we live in and everything that's been going on online, like, you know, safety, data protection and all of this kind of stuff. I feel like people are a bit more reluctant these days to sort of share their information and share a bit more about their life. And I completely do understand that. So I think the mothers who do do that, it's coming from a place of just wanting to protect theirs, really protect their family, protect their children and protect their, their space until they know that, okay, this is someone that I can trust. This is someone I can speak to. And I feel like, yeah I can start to trust you with these like very delicate parts of my life now that mean a lot to me so um, yeah I'm not sure I don't think it comes from a place of insecurity I think it's just more so wanting to protect what's important to you and I guess that's fair you don't go floundering and saying yay I've got this and yay I've got that when you meet somebody you want to get to know them and you really just want to say okay cool let me just figure out who this person is before I start sharing these real important parts so I think that's that's fair I mean if that was me I probably would I mention it straight away probably not no because that's my child like what do you need to know <laughs> what's your own um and I think the second what do you part mean? what do you mean what they need to know it's a huge part of who you are when he's messaging you at 7 p.m yo can we go out real quick uh, you can't because you need to go find a babysitter like what, what do you mean maybe not out the jump I don't know I'd probably do it out the jump but then I think on the flip side right if you guys were dating say we had have children 
and you were dating a guy and he just didn't let you know he had a child. Girl, you know, if you found out down the line, you'd be on the phone to your friends like, he was hiding his children or he had, you know, guys get a bad rap for this stuff anyway. Like, how would you react if it was a guy doing it? (laughs) It's true. Do you know what? It happens all the time when women find out later on that he's got about three kids and there's a second one on the way or whatever. But do you know what? I understand why mothers do it. From the male perspective, like we already know that a lot of the men don't have to do the day in, day outs of the the motherhood and the the parenting and all of that stuff. I'm not saying all men, but most men don't. So I can understand why a mum would choose to protect that part of her life just until she found someone a bit more serious. Because obviously we know that when you're dating, people say, oh, we, we know that guys just want one thing. So if they want that one thing, why am I going to be sitting there saying to everyone, yeah, I've got a child, I've got a child. Like, If you you really like me, would you not accept me for who I am and all parts that come with me? Even if I chose to disclose that on date three rather than date number one, like, hey, my name's Rochelle. I've got a two-year-old, by the way. How are you doing? <laughs> like, I don't know. I, I think you just have to think about it. There has to be some strategy to it. I don't know. And that kind of leads me on to my next question to Chanel. When you are actually dating, are you dating looking for like a father figure or is it for someone to romance you? Like, what are you looking for? I'm I'm looking for both, really. Um, Someone who, do you know what I mean, ticks my boxes in terms of what I need as a woman. Um, Do you know what I mean? Romance, intimacy, someone I can trust, someone I can have, you know, positive dialogues with and always find a resolution if there's ever an issue. Um, That would be the kind of person that I'm looking for. But then on the flip side of that, I would also want to know that, you know, they are there's someone who can play with my child and who can sort of be like a father figure to him, someone that my son can look up to. If my son is feeling, you know, scared or feels like he can't come to me about certain things or my child feel like they can go to this person about, you know, um, things that they might not necessarily be able to speak to me about. So these are things that I do think about because I do think it's important. Um, I think it's a little bit... Um, it, it would be a little bit childish to sort of be a parent and, you know, go, get into a relationship and not really think about you know, how this person could also add to your children's lives because that's ultimately a very big part of my life. So if you're coming into my life and changing things in my world, you're ultimately going to do that for my kids as well. So that is something I would always like put into consideration. I think that's important, Um, you know, making sure that it's balanced. What you do for me as a woman is balanced with what you also do in this relationship for my child. Do you know what I mean? And that's being like a supportive sort of father bigger role where he hasn't ever really had one or something to really compare to that so um yeah I think that's that's important and that really takes a special kind of man like I do I'm I'm a believer that people can have a preference like if a man or a woman says I don't want to date someone with a child I don't know how you guys feel but for me I think that's something that's fair to say so I won't say like everyone who would never date someone with a child is a bad person but the person who who does decide to take it on They've, they've got to have something special about them. Like it just takes a certain type of person and not everyone is that. But that being said, when you are um, looking for someone, do you have any apprehensions whatsoever? Because I don't know if it's like a, a fear of mine if I was in a position I was looking. But I worry about like being preyed on because I've got a child. Because I do think that some men think that 
I don't know, they might refer to single mums as an easy target. I don't know if you guys have heard that, but they might think, okay, she needs some loving. She wants someone. This is, this is easy for me to, you know, get in there. She's probably got her own place. There's food in the cupboard. There's breakfast, lunch and dinner because the baby needs to be fed. Like even hear guys online laughing about um, enjoying the kids' snacks. Like <laughs> what's wrong with some of these people? So when you're dating, do you have these kind of apprehensions? Have, is it something that you've um, come across whilst you've been trying to find the one? Definitely. I do find that I can be a bit apprehensive towards trusting people. And I think ultimately it's, it's everything you've just said, literally feeling like, what are you here for? Are you here for the fact that it's a free yard all the time? You think you're just going to be coming through and what I'm going to be like a second mum to you, do your laundry, have all the meals prepped and, you know, like sex on like en- endlessly. I, I, I don't know what it is you're expecting, but um, yeah, I think all of that is just, um, it is. It, it can make you fearful. Do you know what I mean? And, and I won't. I won't lie and say it hasn't been a big part of me being a bit like, oh, I don't know. I don't know about you. Do you know what I mean? Like for for me, it's been a lot of that. Like really thinking that. Well, it seems like you're out to get something here, and it seems like once you've gotten what you need, like that's just going to be you out the door. So I think it's about um, it's about having um, a, a high level of discernment with these things, and also knowing what your intentions are for yourself. So if I know what my intentions are for me in the next relationship that I'm going into, I feel like it'll be so much easier to know that, okay, like he's not doing this or he's not doing that, or I can see that he's doing a bit too much of this, which leads me to to see that, okay, like he's not in the relationship for the reasons that I think he's in or, you know, for positive reasons, healthy reasons, whatever there may be. But um, I think it's really important to just have a high level of discernment there. And whenever you see a red flag and you know, okay, this is definitely just not adding up, then, sort of sit down with it and be like look this isn't adding up so I think that's the best way to sort of ensure it doesn't you know get to a really negative stage but yeah I definitely do have um a lot of apprehensions about guys these days um unfortunately I feel like they're just not built you know all that good anymore whoa Whoa, whoa, whoa. That's what I'm going to say there. I can't say nothing because I'm taken. <laughs> so I do not know what it's like. I think, do you know what? It, it, it's really hard. It sounds hard. Like just dating on its own, just to find your soulmate or to find someone that you like or to be attracted to is one thing. And then to then always have to be considering the fact that you have a child, you have somebody else to look after, you have to put all of their needs first, and then to say, actually, yeah, I think I want to find love. That just sounds like an absolute nightmare. Like I can actually understand why people just go off of it altogether and they devote them themselves to their children. What do your family actually think about you dating or friends? Do they do do they support you dating or are they just against it and just think, you know what, Mali just needs to be the, the main guy? I mean, to be fair, my family have actually been quite supportive. Um, I remember last year they did look after my son when I went for a date last year, which was kind of nice. Um, so, yeah, they're as supportive as any family would be. Do you know what I mean? For, for you know, their child who's got like a, single, a son and is out dating and, you know, trying to figure out, you know, just see what's in the pool, see what's in the pond. Um, so, yeah, they definitely have been like really helpful with childcare. And I don't really get like you know, any judgment or anything. I think the most my mum's ever said is just, you know, like when you're picking people now, you have to think about how, you know, how they'll be like in my life, like how they'd be towards Mali. 
are they really going to invest a lot of things into us or are they going to take a lot from us like you know that those are the kind of conversations that I end up having with my mum these days about the kind of partner that I will be bringing into my life and she's just like yeah make sure he's a good person he's god-fearing um you know make sure that they're slow to anger there's someone who's good at communicating um yeah those are the kind of those those are the conversations that we all tend to have with our moms you know when it gets to that stage of life where it's like oh where's your partner where's your boyfriend what's going on do you know what I mean so um yeah she's been quite supportive they my family have been really supportive and my friends as well and it can work out really well. Like the example that a lot of us women or people love is Ciara and Russell Wilson. So Ciara had a very young baby when she started to date um, like the best NFL player, I think, currently, or one of, um, Russell Wilson. And he just took, took her in, took in her child. They got engaged. They've been married. And they just seem to be living happily ever after. So it just gives hope to a lot of people that, like, love can be found. And there could be a really good man out there willing to take in you and your child just like their own. So there are, like, success stories out there, which is really good. So when it comes to dating, do you have, like, um, a time in mind whereby you'll allow a date to meet your child? Do you have, like, I don't know, after the second date or after three months or once we're engaged? Like, at what point is it acceptable for you? That's a really good question. Um, I think it depends on the circumstance. I think this is different for every woman. In my firm, for someone like me, um, I feel like I would probably, if I've spent like about maybe three to four months getting to know you and I'm starting to feel like, okay, yeah, I have feelings for this person. This is getting serious. Um, I can sort of feel where your intentions are and the direction that we're going in. And if I feel like at that point it's going in a good direction, a healthy direction, then I absolutely wouldn't mind my son sort of being introduced to this person and, you know, him getting to spend time with my son and getting to meet him and see what he's like. And my son also having the opportunity to decide for themselves as well. Like, do I like you? What are you like? What's your vibe? And for them to sort of build their own relationship too, whilst I'm still building my relationship with that person. Cause I think that's really important as well. I think sometimes if you do that whole thing of like, oh, like we're building our relationship together and then, okay, I've got comfortable with you now. We've got to build comfortability with the kids. Sometimes it's sort of nice when I'm still sort of getting to know you, but my kid is also getting to know you. And so we're all sort of going through that experience at a, not necessarily a linear pace, but it's sort of not too, there's not too much disruption in all of it, you know? So yeah, I would say somewhere for me, like about that three to six month mark where I feel like, okay, yeah, I've got all the butterfly feels and I feel good about this person. And yeah, I would start to introduce my son at about that, that mark. Where do you draw the line though? Because potentially you could date someone for three to six months it doesn't work out and then you're back out there and then you meet someone else another three to six months you've got those butterflies are you introducing a second third or fourth and fifth person to your child where does the line get drawn that's another good question so I think like like I said as well it's discernment too I mean it wouldn't be every single person that I've dated for three to six months I'd be like I've got the butterflies but yet there needs to be something really definitive that does tell me that yes you are my person I sense that now I feel that now and now I feel like yeah I can I mean you and my child can speak to each other and get to know each other and all that kind of stuff yeah I think for me that's how it would be um I wouldn't I don't I don't feel like 
I'm necessarily one of those people that lacks the discernment where I would just be like anyone would meet my kid because I suddenly start thinking everyone is the one. So I think it's about, yeah, it's just about having the discernment and be, being able to be assertive and be like, okay, yes, this is the person or no, this definitely isn't the person and this isn't what needs to happen right now. So, um, yeah, I'd say definitely like you have to draw a line as well. Like for other people now, I'm not speaking about myself. Um, I would say, um, I'm not really sure what it is, what allows a person to know what who, who is for them. I think that's a very unique thing for all of us. We decide what it is we want from a relationship, what it is we need, and that's what allows us to sort of make the decisions that we make on who we're going to be with. So um, I feel like it's difficult to speak for anyone else on this, but I think ultimately it's about when you feel comfortable. And as women, like I feel like we've got this thing, that gut intuition that we really do, you know, attach to. And I feel like, that more than anything is is really good intel for when you want to make a decision. So I feel like if your gut is telling you that, okay, yeah, no, you can trust this person, then then about that, I'd, I'd go with it. I think what plays a role as well is um, how it's done. So there, I guess there are different ways you can go about it because you could be a person who's dating and like every man or woman that comes through, it's like, this is your new parent. You're adopting the role of father doing bedtime, I don't know, making breakfast, the kids waking up and seeing the person there, et cetera. That can be quite intense because they could become um, quite comfortable with that person really quickly or start looking to them as the, their new parent. Um, whereas if the person's introduced as like, oh, this is like mummy's friend or someone mummy's dated, but there's still a bit of um, a distance during the process, you could avoid it, I don't know, potentially becoming messy or harmful for the child later on if things don't work out so I guess it's how you go about it as well thank you Chanel for sharing that with us thank you for giving us a bit of insight into your relationship dating um things that you're looking for and what we normally do is ask for some top tips so we're going to ask you for two top tips that you would give to a single mother who is dating and trying to get back out there what would your top two tips be Oh, my top two tips. Right. I'd say the first thing I'd say is just to don't worry about putting your best foot forward. Just sort of go as you are. I think that's really, really important. I think sometimes we get really caught up in what we think the, the opposite sex needs from us or just what, whatever it is, that whoever we're, whoever we're going to partner up with or whatever we're attracted to. Whatever it is we're looking for online, I feel like sometimes we just have a very preconceived idea of what it is this person is looking for. And I feel like don't try and fit yourself into this box. Just go online, be who you are. And the people that sort of, you know, vibe with you, that connect with you and that can recognize the real in you will sort of, you know, connect with you. And I think that's the most important thing. Um, just show up as you are. And um, yeah, don't be afraid to sort of open up to like new experiences, especially if you've been hurt in the past. Um, I think sometimes holding on to our past really doesn't allow us to sort of be present in the moment to see, you know, the kind of future that we could have, the kind of, you know, experiences we could share with someone opportunities that are out there so um yeah try not to hold on to the past too much as well really heal from that and allow yourself to sort of you know grow and fly away from the trauma and sort of open up to new experiences because I think that's one of the things that's been difficult for me mostly so that's my advice yeah just go go as you are and don't be afraid to sort of be open to new experiences well you heard it here first from Chanel at the Milf Tea Thank you so, so, so much for joining us today. And thank you for sharing those tips.
would you like to plug yourself? So where, where can people find you? What else can we look out for? Oh, well, you can find me on Instagram at the MILF tea. Um, I do have a podcast, which I've been quite slow on lately, but that will be making a return soon. Um, I'm just sort of, you know, still in the works of figuring out where I want to go with the MILF tea and figuring out its direction. Um, because it started off obviously as a duo and now I'm single and I'm on my own with it. So still figuring it out. But yeah, that's where you can find me and all the content that I've got going at the moment. Thank you so, 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 so much, guys, for tuning in. You can find us on YouTube, Mama Drama Pod. Come on, guys, keep, get the subs up and comment. Let us know your thoughts. We're on Instagram, Mama Drama Pod. You know, the polls, everything, our story just popping. Twitter, Mama Drama Pod. And you can listen to us on streaming platforms. And yeah, just like, comment, and subscribe and rate us five stars wherever possible. Thank you so much. <laughs> Bye. 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 Bye.